it up? Oh, it's not even up there. Okay, so when you see this picture, this picture's worth a thousand words here for sure. Okay. Oh. <laughs> you gotta hold your breath. How's that going? I love that picture right there. How's everything going? Oh, you had a question. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Helena might have addressed it, so we don't have to turn in the edited copy. I'd like an edited copy. Does that make sense? I think that's always really good and important. I'm just, yeah. I'm still going to grade it if you don't. Does that make mm -hmm. sense? Yeah. Um, because of the natural accountability that you're sticking it on the World Wide Web. Mm -hmm. So, but yes, is it a good practice to give me an edited copy of your Henry V blog? Good idea. Mm -hmm. But I'm not, like, I held out. Some of you noticed that I didn't grade your 12th night paper until I got the edited guy. And so I held out until I got those for most people. Okay. That makes Should sense. Should we, like, mm -hmm. highlight the edited, like, changes or just no. finish? No. The finished stuff is up there. Okay. Yeah. You just, we're building good habits. Good habits as a student. Um, in college, you won't need to hand in an edited copy, right, to a professor. But you should at least have one or two or whatever it takes. going on in this picture? <laughs> Come on, that's just a great, like, I love that. He's staring him right in the eyes. How do we feel about Uncle Claude right now? Yeah, thank you. So this dude, this dude is saying, hey man, stop crying over your dead dad, who I killed two months ago. Get over it, it's bothering me. By the way, it's also unmanly. It's, you're an idiot for doing so. It shows a weak heart. You're dishonoring God. You're dishonoring your dad. What did I call all of that? Abuse. It's, it's just abuse. And then I even added on the spiritual abuse when they started praying. Well, we're praying that you don't go away. How do you say no to someone when they're praying over you not doing something like this? It's just awkward. Right, so... What we didn't talk about is what kind of mom lets another man abuse her son? Yeah, right? Like, that's horrible. She just watches Claudius abuse Hamlet and doesn't do anything about it. Yeah? In this, did they, like, just get married? Like, in this scene, basically? Because she's, like, kind of in the Right? Like, it's just so awkward. So the way they set this one up is, yeah, they just had the coronation. Like the, the, She's got the, the dress, the white dress and the flowers. And, and then actually in a minute here, they're all going to go, let's go party. I know we're all sad about the whole thing, but let's go party. Ham, let's stop crying. We're going to go have a big wedding party. <sighs> yeah. Wasn't the mom the one that said we're praying for you too? So she's part of the abuse. So why she wouldn't stop because she's part of it? Pretty much. How's that going? Yeah, not good. Not good. Okay. All right. So we should all be on page 161, following along with a, something to write on. Okay. Um, if you don't have a book, there's two extras. I really want you to be staring at a book or the, at least the script. Okay. So there's two right there. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed, like, is the Lion King, isn't it based off Hamlet? 100%. Like, like, who, who would be like... Well, so who is it? <laughs> So look, 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 look. Hammy is little lion dude. And then who's on the left right there? Scar. Because Scar did what with Hammy's dad? Murdered 
and took over and is hanging out with who now in the little den or whatever. What's her name? Not Nala. What's, is Nala the mom? So there's Nala. It's all there, 100%. Just run with it. Except for the ending, which is different because it's Disney. Oh, it's all there. You got it. You could extend your learning for your final exam and do a compare and contrast if you want, would like. All right. Pray. I pray this day when I go on to Wittenberg. I shall in all. Ah, there it is. And so, what are you circling? I shall what? Pray. Obey, right? Now, just to clarify, I am not saying, right? This was at the bell, right, the other day. I'm not saying that we shouldn't obey our parents. Who commands you and me? Yeah, the Lord says, children, obey your parents. He says it through Paul. He says it's, it's basically, you know, you shall honor your father and mother. It's Ten Commandments. It's all there, right? Now, God has commanded Anna and Eli, Olivia, and Ivy to obey me. So technically speaking, that verse, those verses are really, the commandments are for who? The parents. Now, if I obey God and my kids obey me, how's that going to work? It's going to work great. Yeah. What happens when I don't obey God, but my kids obey me, not obeying God? No bueno. So I have told my four children... I don't know a lot of parents who do this. I've met one or two. But I have told my four children overtly and bluntly that if I ask you to do something that goes against what God says, then disobey me. Right? Because should they obey me if I'm not obeying God? And should they obey me if I ask them to do something against God? No, they need to learn not to obey their parent at that point. Fair enough? And I think as a parting shot, you were walking out the door. I was like, yeah, careful signing up to be a parent unless you want that type of responsibility, right? Because we're going to watch the bloodbath that happens when kids obey their parents and their parents are selfish or greedy or could care less about their kids. Fair enough? That's a lot to drop at the beginning of the play. I used to save it for the end, but I don't anymore. I think it's worth pondering and processing and now just watching what happens. Go team? Thoughts, questions, or comments? Okay. My best obey you, madam. Why, it is a loving and a fair reply. Be as ourselves in Denmark. Madam, come. This gentle and unforced accord. Unforced accord? Yeah, right. No jocanel for Denmark brings today, but the great cannon to the clouds shall tell. And the king's rose, the heavens shall brew it. Let's go party! All right! Come away.
Right, so now they're heading off to the reception or whatever. Ophelia. Laertes. This too, too solid flesh would melt, fall, and resolve itself into a dew. Or that the everlasting had not fixed his cannon against self-slaughter. Oh, God. God. How weary, stale, flat, and unprofitable seem to me all the uses of this world. Fie on fight is an unweeded garden that grows to seed things rank and gross in nature, possess it merely. That it should come to this. But two months dead. Nay, not so much, not two. So excellent a king that was to this Hyperion to a satyr. Hmm. So loving to my mother that he might not between the winds of heaven visit her face too roughly. Heaven and earth must I remember. Hmm. Why she would hang on him as if increase of appetite had grown by what it fed on. And yet within a month, let me not think on frailty thy name is woman, a little month. Or ere those shoes were old with which she followed my poor father's body like now be all tears while she even she oh god a beast that wants discourse of reason would have mourned longer <laughs> married with my uncle yes. my father's brother but no more like my father than i to hercules within a month ere yet the salt of most unrighteous tears had left the flushing in her galled eyes she married hmm. Oh, most wicked speed to post with such dexterity to incestuous sheets. Hmm. It is not, nor it cannot come to good. But break my heart, for I must hold my tongue. I had a student point out the connection to Tuesday's Chapel. Can't tell my story. I have nobody to talk to. I thought it was brilliant. So I'm telling you. Yeah. Hmm. Hail, dear Lordship. I am glad to see thee well. Oh, uh, oh, it's Antonio. I mean, Horatio. <laughs> All right, do forget my Anybody son. connecting it? The same, my lord, and your poor servant, Ed. Ah, sir, my good friend, I'll change that name with you. And what make you from Wittenberg, Horatio Marcellus? My good lord, I'm very glad to see you. Good even, sir. But what in faith make you from Wittenberg? A uh, truant disposition. I would not hear your enemy say so, nor should you do my ear that violence to make a truster of your own report against yourself. I know you are no truant. But what is your affair in Elsinore? We'll teach you to drink deep ere you depart. My lord, I came to see your father's funeral. Pretty. 
Oh, sorry. Why was Laertes in town? Anybody catch it? Hey, I want to go back to France because I came back for the coronation. Why is Horatio in town for the funeral? We've got these juxtaposition there. What? This is Horatio, best friend of Hamlet. He came for the funeral. Laertes is Ophelia's brother. He came back for the coronation. He says it earlier. Yeah, prior. Uh, when he was asking about going to France. Uh, where is it? Laertes, Laertes. Yeah, page 157, line 53. Yeah, it, it has. It has. Yeah, it's already done. Well, huh. Yeah, it, it must have. That's just weird. Yeah. My fellow student, I think it was to see my mother's wedding. Oh. Indeed, my lord. It followed hard upon thrift. Thrift, Horatio. The funeral. Baked meats did coldly furnish forth a marriage toast. Come on, anybody? <laughs> I love Hamlet. He's like, oh, yeah, they used the leftovers from the funeral for the wedding. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Okay. Um,. Enjoy while I eject this so that we can watch a different version for a little bitsy. How's that sound? Does that work? So that's the uh, Kenneth Branagh version, the four hour and 20 minute version or whatever. <clears throat> that was minute 22. In 10 more minutes is the big naked scene. So just giving you a heads up if you choose to watch that. It's when Laertes and Polonius are talking to him. This is going to feel very different. This is the Mel Gibson version. Okay. <clears throat> it won awards for <clears throat> acting, music, uh, costumes, setting. Uh, it's really well done. Right. So this is big deal. This was when I was a junior at Wheaton Academy. So that's when it came out. No, wait, no. We don't want that. We want to back here. Was eyes. Ah, there we go. Recognize some of these names. That's Bilbo in The Hobbit. Helena Bonham Carter was Olivia in Twelfth Night. This is uh, filmed on location at a castle, the same castle they used for Macbeth, if you saw that movie. 
Pretty cool castle. This one's gonna feel different. It's set, probably more time period piece, if that makes sense. Um, maybe even a little earlier than the 1600s. He's the same dude who wrote the music for the mission. Um, remember, this is two hours and 10 minutes long, and the play is four hours and 20 minutes, so. They've chopped half. They chop out Fort and Braz completely. Remember, you kill my father, prepare to die. Completely chop him out. They chop out the opening scene. They chop out the closing scenes. So, this is going to start at the funeral uh, with a bunch of eye contact and a few words. So, I'll have you. It kicks in at the king's speech if you want to know where it really kicks in. Keep an eye on mommy's tears, but also Claudius's eyes and mommy's eyes. Gertrude and Claudius there. Cool braids. Oh, she got a few tears out there. She's pretty sad, isn't she? Sad mommy. Oh, so sad. Having a hard time. Struggling. Ophelia's dad. Oh, mommy is so sad. Look at her. She's having a hard time. So I got the eye contact. Wait, huh? 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 Who's looking at who? Who's looking at who? Befitted to bear our hearts in grief. 155. And our whole kingdom to be contracted in one brow of woe. The unibrow of woe. 
so far, with nature that we with wisest sorrow think on him, together with remembrance of ourselves. Therefore, our sometime sister, now our queen. Weird line. It's just so weird. The imperial jointress to this warlike state have we, as twere, with a defeated joy. With one auspicious and one dropping eye, with mirth in funeral and with dirge in marriage, taken to wife. Alright, so that speech is done. Hello, Here's the Laertes, Laertes the bit. You, you Page 157. My dread lord, my thoughts and wishes bend again toward France. And bow them to your gracious leave and pardon. Have you your father's leave? What says Polonius? Uh, he hath, my lord, wrung from me my slow leave by laboursome petition. <laughs> and at last, upon his will, I seal my heart consent. I do beseech you, give him leave to go. Take thy fair hour, Laertes. I'm thine, and thy best graces spend it at thy will. <laughs> Farewell. <laughs> oh, look at mommy, so sad. Right, she's having a hard time. Oh, sad mommy. Look at her. Yeah, she's really struggling, isn't she? Just, just really misses her husband. You know. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right. Hamlet? Hamlet? 158 if you're trying to follow. It's harder because this is all chopped up. There he is. Hello, young, young, cute Mel. My son. My son. A little more than kin and less than kind. <laughs> Did he get that? <laughs> no. He's like, what? <laughs> How is it that the clouds still hang on you? Not so, my lord. I am too much in the sun. <laughs> Mom laughs, because Claudius is like, what? It is sweet and commendable in your nature, Hamlet, to give these morning duties to your father. But you must know, your father lost a father. What, is, father what does Claudius have in his hand? But to persever in obstinate condolement is, of course... See when he doesn't have stomach. one in his hand it in this movie. Unmanly. It shows a will most incorrect to heaven. For your intent in going back to yeah. school in Wittenberg, it is most retrograde to our desire. Yeah. Be as ourself in Denmark, our chiefest courtier, cousin, and us. Here comes from Mom. Oh, damn it. Cost thy night ago. And let thine eye look like a friend on Denmark. Forever. Do not forever with thy veiled lid seek for thy noble father in the dust. Thou knowest his coming. All that lives must die, passing through nature to eternity. Aye, madam, it is common. Why seems it so particular with thee? 
Seems, madam. Nay, it is. I know not seems. Tis not alone my inky cloak, good mother, together with all forms, modes, shapes of grief that can denote me truly. These indeed seem, for they are actions that a man might play. But I have that within which passes show. Are these but the trappings and the suits of woe. Let not thy mother lose her prayers, Hamlet. I pray thee stay with us. Go not to Wittenberg. I shall in all my best obey you, madam. Father. This gentle and unforced accord sits smiling to my heart. Oh, uh, weird, awkward. It's okay, it's okay, is it okay, it's okay? I don't know, is it okay? Yes, no, eh? Sure, that's what they do in Denmark, right? Maybe? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, say hello. I don't know. All right. But mom is just so sad. Look how sad she is. She's having a really hard time with the death of her husband. Just misses him so much. <laughs> oh, that this too, too solid flesh would melt. Thaw and resolve itself into a dew. Look at these lines now in this setting. Oh, that the everlasting had not fixed his cannon against self-slaughter. Right? Ugh. Oh, God. God. How weary, stale, flat, and unprofitable seem to me all the uses of this world. Hmm. Fie, Fie, tis an unweeded garden that grows to seed. Things rank and gross in nature possess it merely. That it should come to this. For two months dead. Nay, not so much, not two. <laughs> so excellent a king that was to this Hyperion to a set. So loving to my mother that he might not be team the winds of heaven visit her face too roughly. Heaven and earth, must I remember? Why, she would hang on him as if increase of appetite had grown by what it fed on. And yet within a month. Let me not think on Frailty, thy name is woman. And that could be like, he's just all women. But really, who's he pissed off at? Yeah, right, it's all right there, right? Thoughts, questions, or comments? Now, I know that for some of you, you're like, ugh, the third time through that? Yeah, third time through it. How was it the third time through? Starting to make sense, see it more in context. You see why he's mad, the tension of it, the frustration of it. Plus, different perspectives on that can help see how different people interpret it. All right. Keep going. All right, that's act one, scene one, actually, and scene two. So that's going to land us at, where are we? Oh, no, we're still in scene two. Uh, Horatio shows up, although I don't know if he does it right here. Let me see what happens. 
Yeah, no. Okay. They jump to scene four. Sorry, scene three. Page 170. Act one, scene three. This is Laertes and Ophelia. Um, I used to do this one on audio, so we can just kind of listen to audio and, and navigate it that way. I'm going to let us watch it this time. We'll do the audio stuff later. Um, but hearing audio, Shakespeare is fantastic, so we will do it at some point. They chop a bunch, so it's hard to follow. So part of me wants to just, like, watch it um, and listen for something. Listen for the word fear. All right? But just... This is Big Brother. Girls in the room? Anybody got a big bro? Who's got a big bro? Okay. Did Big Bro go off to college? Yes? Big Bro? All of them? Did any of the Big Brothers give you kind of a, I'm leaving little talk to little sister talk? No. No? I'm wondering. Yes? No? Anybody? Okay. That's okay. This Big Brother is. This Big Brother is going back to French. Right? And he's like, hey, little sister, I've got a little chat for you. I know you're in love with Hammy. He's the prince. But I've got some advice. So let's see how this goes. Okay? Dear Ophelia, my necessaries are embarked. Farewell. She's so young. I know. She's like 14. <laughs> sister. Trifling of his favor. Hold it a fashion and a toy in blood. No more. <laughs> no more, but so. Thank you, no more. Perhaps he loves you now, but you must fear. His greatness weighed, his will is not his own. For he himself is subject to his birth. He may not, as unvalued persons do, carve for himself. For on his choice depends the safety and health of this whole state. Then weigh what loss your honor may sustain. If with too credent ear you list his songs. Ooh, he's singing songs. That's cool. That's dad. Okay, so quick pause. Page 170, Act 1, Scene 3. All right. Let's look at this Big Brother advice. Did anybody catch it at all? It's okay. What's, what's, a little, what's going on? Anybody? What was that? Yeah, yeah. That whole thing, the trifling of his favor, like, really? He's the prince. You're not a princess. So is it really going to happen? No. Which, girls, how's that feel? College. Yeah? Oh, yeah, do what you got to do. So his initial thing is, hey, um, he's a prince. You're not a princess. So he's probably just trying to use you. Don't, and by the way, he can't really pick. Like he's a prince, he's going to be king. So he's if if he were to pick, he wouldn't pick who. <gasps> Thanks, big bro. Love ya. Bye bye. But he doesn't actually. Yeah, he doesn't actually leave after that. He goes further. He says, "I know he's writing you songs and he's giving you all this like cute trinkets and stuff like that. He's just doing all that to get you in the sack." He just wants to have sex with you and dump you. Now, two things. If that's true about Hamlet, is he being maybe a protective older brother? Yes. 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 What if it's not true about Hamlet? Yeah, well, 
who's he talking about then if it's not true about Hamlet? Himself. And what's he saying about himself? <laughs> well, I hope not. <laughs> That's, that is in the Bible. Um, that happens at one point. But, um, that, well, you know what? It, wait, but no, no. In this play, in this play, we've already brought incest up twice. So you're not that crazy off. But actually, more so about Laertes is that maybe that's something that he would do to get a girl in bed, right? Versus Hamlet, yes? But also, what does it say about Ophelia? Falling in love with the wrong guy. She has no self-control. He's just going to do what he can to get you in a sec, and then you're going to like give up your you know, treasure, your chaste treasure, your virginity to him. Don't do that. Oh, by the way, you probably will, right? Thanks, big bro. <laughs> Love you. Bye-bye. Like, so just in case you didn't catch that, I wanted to stop and say, wait a second. This is either a big brother who's being really careful because he loves his little sister and Hamlet's a jerk who just wants to get girls in bed and use them and use his authority. Or Laertes is maybe that type of person. Now, do we know Hamlet yet? No. Okay. Page 170, my necessaries embarked, farewell, sister, listen to my stuff, right? For Hamlet, the trifling of his favor, hold it a fashion, right? So don't really listen to him. Not really the thing. Just a perfume here and gone. Then she's like, what? No more. No more. Okay? Perhaps he loves you now. And now no soil or cudgel doth besmirch the virtue of his will. But you must, everybody circle the word. Come on, you're following along with Mr. D. What's the word? You must fear. His greatness weighed, his will is not his own, for he can't carve like other people. He's got to pick someone queenly. And because he's got to pick someone queenly, he's not going to pick who? Yeah, thanks, bro. Oh, and by the way, if you listen to all his songs and all his little gifts, you could lose your heart or your chaste treasure open to his unmasterly importunity. Bottom of the page. Fear it, Ophelia. Fear it. Circle, fear. Circle, fear my dear sister, and keep within the rear of your affection are the shot in danger of desire, the cherished maid a prodigal enough, wait, oh, and by the way, the nicest girls are prodigal as well, so you'll probably give in anyway, so you best just stay away from him. That's, that's, that's so, so mean. mean. Even if he's trying to be like... He's like, a jerk. Nice. <laughs> I would never, like, that's so I would never want an older brother to say this to a younger sure. sister, ever. Right? Even if he is nervous about Hamlet, yeah, or or is Ophelia actually does she have no self control? Maybe. Maybe. So then we got to consider that. Contagious blasphemies are more imminent. Be wary then. Best safety lies in. That's four times in two pages. What does he say? Fear. And of course, perfect love casts out fear. What does his brother want? Instead of getting rid of fear, he's doing what? Yeah, creating fear and adding fear. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Bye. See ya. Go to college, please. All right, page 174. I will listen to what you say, not like some pastors, and realize that you're probably trying to help me. Oh, look what he says. Oh, fear me not. How ironic. <laughs> Don't be afraid of me. Be afraid of who? Hammy. Okay. Questions? 
We're doing character development. Does that make sense? This is Laertes. He comes up later. Yeah. Well, their dad has a job in the castle, but they're just commoners. Yeah, they're not royalty at all. So. Onward. Now, some of you will hear this at commencement. How fun that you got your graduation gowns yesterday, or going to get them, right? You're ordering them. I have been to many commencements. I've spoken at one. Um, they're fun. I've heard this at least three times. I've heard this speech at a commencement. I've seen it on Hallmark cards. I've seen people tweet, text, Instagram, and Facebook this speech. It's got some famous stuff in it. All right, we're going to go through it four times. Just get used to it. Kind of like that poem. Remember the poem, the song that we did in Twelfth Night? So here we go. This is the dad speech, okay? Now, just expect it. Some of you are going to get a dad speech before you head off to college, right? Maybe? The yeah. dad speech. So here it is. The dad speech. You're heading back to college. I got something to say. Let's see how he does. Now, I'm going to read it through without the explanation of the lines. I just want to see if you guys can give your best shot here. Give your best emoji or a thumb up or a thumb down. A happy face or a, a sad face or an angry face or a confused face. Whatever you want to do. I got to get the emoji stickers. I think we're just going to, I got to go buy some. Stick them up. Okay, so ready? Yet here, Laertes is aboard, aboard for shame. The wind sits in the shoulder of your shale <laughs> and you are stayed for. There are my blessings with thee. And these few precepts in thy memory see thou character. Ready? Give thy thoughts no tongue, nor any unproportioned thought is act. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Okay, be thou familiar, but by no means vulgar. Thumbs up or thumbs down? Now friends thou hast, and with their adoption tried, grapple them to thy soul with hoops of steel. Thumbs up or thumbs down? But do not dull thy palm with entertainment of each new hatched, unfledged comrade. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Beware of entrance to a quarrel, but being in it, Bert, that's awesome, that the opposed may beware of thee. Thumbs up or thumbs down. Give every man thine ear, but few thy voice. Take each man's censure, but reserve thy judgment. Costly thy habit as thy purse can buy, but not express in fancy, rich not gaudy. For the apparel oft proclaims the man. True or false? Oh, and by the way, in France, the best of rank and station are the most select and generous chief in that nice dig on French. Ready? You've probably heard this one before. Neither a borrower nor a lender be. Yes? Who's heard that? I just want to see. Oh, nobody. Okay, that's okay. You've heard it now. Neither a borrower nor a lender be, for a loan oft loses both its friend itself and friend and borrowing dulls the edge of husbandry. This above all, come on, you've probably heard this one before, to thine own self be true. Come on, anybody? We got one taker, maybe? Oh, all right, all right, you, you will hear those two, I guarantee you, again. This above all, to thine own self be true, and it must follow as the night the day that thou canst not be false to any man. Farewell, my blessing season this in thee. How did dad do? Yeah, okay, so lots of verbiage. Anybody going to vote? Dad? All right, okay. Yeah, okay, so ready? Round two. 
Give thy thoughts no tongue, nor any unproportioned thought is act. What's that in Wanglish? Wheaton Academy English. What did he just say? Don't say your thoughts. So think before you speak, and think before you act. Good idea or bad idea? Good idea? Okay, good. Be thou familiar, but no means vulgar. What does that mean? Yeah, so be aware, be connect, be connect, be get comfortable with people, but don't be what? Don't be rude, don't be inappropriate. Yeah? The friends thou hast and their adoption tried, think of all your high school buddies that are really good friends. Chain them to your heart with chains of steel. Good idea or bad idea? Keep them where? Close. Good idea? Your good friends? Hold on. Yes? Keep your good friends? Okay, thanks, Dad. But do not, right, dull thy palm with entertainment of each new hatched unfledged comrade. Careful who you hang out with when you're making new friends. Good idea or bad idea? Good, good. How's dad doing, by the way? Good. Is he doing okay? Yeah. All right. Beware of getting in a fight, but if you get in one, act like a bear and rip the other guy to shreds. What? Yeah. <laughs> yeah let's go, right? Like, don't get in a fight, but if you do, make the other guy wish he hadn't. Yes or no? I kind of like that. Yes? No? By the way, look at Barrett. Barrett? Act like a bear? That's just awesome. Give every man that ear, but few thy voice. What did he just say? Listen and don't what? Don't talk too much. We okay over there, Christian? Yes? We all good? You guys? We're good? Okay. All right. Give every man thy ear, but few thy voice. Take each man's censure, but reserve thy judgment. What does he say in there? When people are giving you constructive criticism, what should you do? Listen, but be really careful of doing what? Doling it out. Good idea, bad idea? Good idea. Okay. When it comes down to clothing, buy the nicest clothing you can afford, just not like gaudy and ugly. Over the top. Yes or no? Yeah. I don't know. Why are you saying that? By the way, in France, they're really good at this, right? Because the apparel law proclaims the man, you can tell somebody how they dress. You can figure somebody out by how they dress. True or false? True. So the nicer they look, the nicer they are? <laughs> I wonder. By the way, who's the best dressed dude on stage? Claudius. Anyway, page 176. Neither a borrower nor a lender be. Careful racking up the credit card debt, right? And don't always lend out all your stuff. You might never get it back. How's dad doing? By the way, just a quick survey. Curious. How many of you in the room have received an email or in the mail opportunity to get a credit card with your name on it, not mom or dad? I just want to see your name. Five, six, seven. Okay. All right. Yeah, when I first started, none. Were they targeting high school students 20 years ago? No. 10 years ago, one or two. We got seven in the room getting targeted for what? Credit, the ability to be able to borrow, right? Crazy interest, be really careful, watch out, they're targeting you, right? 
Neither a borrower nor a lender be for loan off loses both itself and friend. When you when you loan stuff out and people don't return it, what can happen to your friendship? Awkward, right? And borrowing all the time, you might not work very hard if you always borrow from people. Yeah? How's dad? Okay, here it is. This above all to thine own self be true. What's he saying in what English? Be true to yourself. Thank you. It's pretty straightforward. And it must follow if you're true to yourself, then you won't be lying to other people. How'd dad do? Good. <laughs> round two. How did dad do? Come on, round two. Hey, come on. I want you to vote. How's dad? Okay, ready? Round three. Is there any spiritual advice? None? He's a dad with his kid going off to college. He didn't say to pray. He didn't say to stay in scripture. He didn't say to stay connected to the fellowship of believers. He didn't say continue in worship. He didn't say help the poor and needy and the widows and orphans. Did he give any spiritual advice? How's dad doing? (laughs) Oh my gosh. How would it be if I did not give my children any spiritual advice when they headed off to college? What kind of dad? But you all just gave him a thumbs up about 30 seconds ago. Even more so. Oh my gosh, right? Is there no spirituality to address in our world? Yeah? They're in line with scripture, but are they spiritual? They're all temporal is what we would call it, right? Now, so again, it's not necessarily that he gave bad advice. He just missed what? Uh, well, all the spiritual advice. Does that make sense? Which might be one of the main points for a dad to do. Um, I like to call him half a dad. Fair enough. How'd he do? If you give him a test, how'd he do? 50? 50? <laughs> yeah? Actually, though, let's go back through it one last time. Because even the temporal advice, some of it might be biblical. How is it think before you speak and think before you act? How are we doing? That's just good advice. Okay. Familiar and vulgar. How's he doing? We're good. Keep your good friends. How's he doing? Be careful of new friends. How's he doing? Okay. So, so far. Yes, 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 yes. Go, Dad. Okay. And be careful of getting in a quarrel. And when you do, turn the other cheek. Did he say that? No, he said, fight like a bear. Is that what Jesus would say to do? No, it is what I tell my daughter to do. Because she does need to protect herself. So she's allowed to gouge out eyes and claw and do whatever she needs to. Right? Right, ladies? Yeah, right. (laughs) Okay. We can uh, deal with turning the other cheek later after you've run away from the abuse. But, generally speaking, if you don't break the cycle of violence, who will? If you fight back, then what are they going to do? And then what are you going to do? And then what are their friends going to do? And then what are you going to do to their friends? And then what are their parents going to do? And then what are you going to do to their parents? What are your parents going to do? And then you just going to have what? Cycle of violence. So I find that one is interesting. There's a, a balance there because without mentioning turning the other cheek, this is unbiblical on some level, right? Can you remember that ear and few thy voice? Well, okay, only listen to people but never share your thoughts. Is that a good thing to do in college? Not what I'm teaching you to do. I hope you share your thoughts, right? You have lots of good thoughts. And um, only listen to other people critique you, but don't critique anybody else. Is that fair even? 
is that healthy community? No, so how's dad doing now? Eh? Oh, and by the way, buy really, really nice clothes with your money. Just don't go over the top because what you wear really shows who you are. Is that true? I mean, ready? Can it be true? But is that something to live by? Do you want people walking around in college judging you and your character based off of your clothing? And is it true that the people who can afford the nicest clothing are the nicest people? That's actually, honestly, terrible advice. It's horrible. Fair enough. It sets them up for, I think, judgmentalism and getting duped by thinking that people who are wealthy are, are the nicest people, which can they be? Of course, but is that something like a principle and a rule? I hope not. Either a borrower nor a lender be. So should you never borrow and never ask for help? No. How, how are you going to do in college if you never ask for help? Really yeah, really bad. And by the way, though, should you rack up credit card debt? Yeah. No, but should you never ask for help? Yeah. And lending? What does Jesus say if someone asks you for a cloak? What should you do? Give him that cloak and the other one. So are we supposed to lend and share? Yeah, we are. And I think this is a really good one. This above all, to Christ be true. I mean, sorry, just be true to yourself. Is, is actually being completely true to only yourself really good advice? Oh, there we go. I like that. But that's different than what he said. <laughs> and of course, like it's there. You guys see what I'm saying? I'm just saying, look what happens when we spend an extra seven minutes. I've watched the clock and just reread it a couple of times. Because at first, maybe even second, <gasps> we're going to quote this dude at graduation because look at all the awesome advice. When actually there's no spiritual advice and actually half of what he said is either unbiblical or out of context, anti-biblical, Right? Yeesh. And at the end, to your own self be true. That is hallmark existential advice. Be true to yourself versus be true to who Christ made you or be true to Christ, right? Now, do you need to be you? Yes. yes. And do you need to be honest with yourself? Like, I'll see what I'm saying. It's all yes, but without that other stuff, it's really missing something, isn't it? Yes? I do this for you because Polonius has a unique role in this play as we watch the play unfold, right? And by the way, where's mom? Is she here saying goodbye to her son? Is she giving advice? Is she around? So basically, Ophelia and Laertes have a quarter, 25% parental units here, right? Half a dad and no mom. How's that going? It makes me wonder. Keep going? All right. Cheers. Shall we listen? Okay. The wind sits in the shoulder of your sail and you are staying home. There, my blessing with me. Now, I did that because Act 1, he seems like he's a good, loving dad, right? And maybe he is, right? Maybe he is. Nor any unproportioned thought he's act. Be thou familiar, but by no means vulgar. But... There's stuff that's missing, isn't there? Those friends thou hast, and their adoption tried. Perhaps the 
month to thy soul with hoops of steel. Hoops of steel. Uh, beware of entrance to a quarrel, but being in bed, that the opposing may beware of thee. And give every man idea, but few thy voice. Uh, costly thy habit, as thy purse can buy, but not expressed in fancy rich, not gaudy, for the apparel oft proclaims the man. Nice. Neither a borrower nor a lender be, for loan oft loses both itself and friend, and borrowing does the edge of husbandry. Uh, oh, oh. This above all, to thine own self be true. Must follow as the night the day, thou canst not then be false to any man. Hmm? I mean, it is, it's a great line, right? <laughs> However, all right, thanks, Dad. Hi, you go your servant's pen. Farewell, Ophelia. And remember well what I have said to you. It is in my memory, Lord, and you yourself shall keep the key of it. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Are we okay? Maybe? Good? Yes? No? I don't know. Uh, whatever. <laughs> cultural. It's cultural, right? It's all just cultural. <laughs> Bye, bro. Have fun in French. What is Ophelia? He has said to you. Yeah, so right. Do you something touching the Lord Hamlet? Oh, and now, what's Dad gonna give Ophelia? Another talk. Another chat, and this is the Dad chat to Ophelia about Prince Hammy. Okay, I'm gonna let it roll. If I yell at one point, please forgive me. <laughs> so awkward. But let me give you a quick summary so you can at least catch the tenant of this, Ophelia. I don't want you to see or talk to Hamlet again. And here comes the big line. What will she say to her dad? Because what are kids supposed to do? I, I shall obey, my lord. Remember that line that we were practicing earlier? Here it comes. So circle it when we get to it. But try to catch what Polonius says as a dad here and how he talks to her about this. And by the way, ladies, your hubby, nope, sorry, your crushy, is that what it was? Crushy? Crushy. Crushy. Your boyfriend is back from college and his dad just died. Would you like to see him? Maybe give him a hug. Maybe say hello. But what did dad just tell you you can't do? See him. See him or talk to him. Very well be thought. She's told me he has very oft of late given private time to you. He hath, my lord, of late made many tenders of his affection to me. Affection? Huh. Quick pause. Huh. Just quick pause. Affection? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Um, if you're watching Kenneth Branagh, this is the scene, minute 32. And she has a flashback. He hath, my lord, given me private time and tenders of his affection. Branagh interprets that as having sex. Uh-oh. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't like that because he, she also defends him as being honorable and I also don't like it because I don't think it fits their character. Hamlet's sick of all this sexual stuff that's happening all over the place with Mom and Claude and all that kind of stuff. And I think she would be presented as someone who hasn't participated in that yet, naturally, as you watch the play unfold. And I'll also bring other lines up later. But I'm telling you for a couple reasons, Bra- uh, Kenneth Branagh interprets those lines this way, that that's honorable. Eh, I don't think so. 
Fair enough. And if you're watching that one, heads up. Do you believe his tenders, as you call them? I do not know, my lord, what I should think. I will teach you. Tender yourself more dearly. My lord, he has importuned me with love in honourable fashion. I fashion, they call it Gotogotu. And have given countenance to his speech, my lord, with almost all the holy vows of heaven. I springes to catch woodcocks. I don't know when the blood bah. burns, how prodigal Awkward the line. Burns. What did he just say? From this time forth, have you give words or talk with the Lord Hamlet? There it is. Ooh. You see him, he's pointing down at her. Ready, here it comes. Uh, uh, ready? I shall obey, my lord. Oh, look at those eyes. <laughs> Circle it. Okay, so how did that go with dad? Eh. Couple, yeah, a couple things here with Dad that I think are really important for you to consider as you're getting Polonius's character. He just gave his son the big speech, and now he's giving the dad-to-daughter speech about the boyfriend, right? He says stuff like, uh, at the bottom of 177, affection, puh, right? Affection, yeah, right. You talk like a green girl. Do you believe his tenders? I don't know what to think. I'll teach you what to think. Tender his things is not true pay. He's basically lying to you. Oh, and by the way, if you believe him, you're going to tender me a fool. <gasps> he just gave it away. Who's he really concerned about? Himself. What he looks like if she's dating Hammy. My lord, he hath them to me with love and honorable fashion. Fashion, yeah, right. Okay, ladies, ready? Yes. Pretend that you're eating cereal. Okay. You're eating your cereal with dad. You and dad are having a nice little chat about your boyfriend. Oh, I don't even like doing this. You and dad are having a nice little chat about you and your boyfriend. And dad's like, I don't, I don't trust your boyfriend. I don't think you should trust him. I think he's just trying to get you in the sack. She's like, what? No, he's being honorable. He's just giving me love notes and writing songs and stuff like that. Oh, yeah? Pfft, all those affection things. Puh. Look what he says. I t springes to catch woodcocks. I do know when the blood burns how prodigal the soul lends the tongue vows. What did Dad just say over your nice little bowl of cereal in the morning? He's like, y'all get emotional. I know what to say when you're hot with passion to get a girl to have sex with you. Uh, TMI? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like, um, can you pass the milk, Dad? Like, Dad just goes, I know what all guys want. They all want sex. And believe me, I know just what to say to get a girl in bed. I know. And by the way, if you think that's all he says, he's got 20 more lines about it. And then actually line 128 says, don't believe his vows. They're brokers. He's just trying to get you. All right, so page 180, I would not in plain terms from this type forth have you so slander any moment leisure as to give words or talk with the Lord Hamlet. Look to it, I charge you, come your way. Don't want you to see him or talk to him. And what does she say? 
right there on the screen. Look at that face, by the way. <laughs> Fine. Questions, thoughts, or comments? Uh, anyways, how this, how's this little family unit? Awkward? Yeah. Little bit? Where's mom? Where is mom? Yeah, where is mom? <laughs> Makes me wonder. Uh, one quick thought here. Um, does dad trust Hammy? Now, let me just give you a thought or two to plant for a later discussion. Guys, ready? Guys in the room. Let's say you grow up, you get married, you have a daughter. Your daughter could be queen of Denmark if she marries the prince. What do you think? And I was like, wait a second. Why would you not want your daughter to be queen? What would be reasons for dads to not want their daughters to be queen? She'll have what? More power than him. More control. More money. Yeah? Polonius. Oh, 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 is Polonius in on it? Makes you wonder, right? So, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, a little conspiracy theory there. That's a good one. You guys want to watch some more? We got, what, 20 more minutes? Should we watch some more? We okay to keep going? Okay. Again, I'm taking a lot of this time right now because I'm working really hard to help you understand character development. Does that make sense? So how's Laerte's character? How's Ophelia's character? These are children obeying their parents. How are the parents in the play so far? Mom, Claudius... We're going to get ghosty dad here in just a second. And Polonius and no mom. Onward? Onward. Onward and upward. Oh, man. All right. This goes back. Act 1, scene 2, page 164. LG on we, just, we ended the other movie here. Myself. Right? Uh, how fair are you, sir? I'm very glad to see you, but what in faith make you from Wittenberg? Uh, its disposition, good my lord. <laughs> I would not hear your enemy say so. I know you are no true. But what is your affair in Elsinore? My lord, I came to see your father's funeral. I pray they do not mock me, fellow student. I think it was to see my mother's wedding. Indeed, my lord, it followed hard upon. Thrift! Thrift, Horatio. The funeral baked meats did coldly furnish forth the marriage table. <laughs> That's such a great line. <laughs> uh. Would I had met my dearest foe in heaven or ever I had seen that day, Horatio. He does not like this, does he? My father. He thinks I see my father. Wait, what? I saw him once. He was a goodly king. He was a man. All in all, I shall not look upon his like again. Good My lord. King. Bad king. How do you do this? I think I saw him yesterday. <laughs> what? what? Yes. Yeah, I love that. Yesterday, yesternight. It's so good. Um, okay, wait, real quick. Ready? Tonight, you have to tell your best friend that you saw his dead dad's ghost. <laughs> 
I don't recommend that in a text, right? But like, how do you do it? Just weird, right? Here it comes. So, who? Um, uh. My lord, the king, your father. Uh, what? He's like, uh. The king, my father. Season your admiration for a while with an attend here till I may deliver upon the witness of these gentlemen this marvel to you. For God's love, let me hear. Two nights together, these gentlemen, in the dead waste in the middle of the night, been thus encountered. 167. A figure like your father appears before them. Thrice he walks, by their oppressed and fear-surprised eyes, within their truncheon's length. Whilst they, distilled almost to jelly, to the jelly. Act of fear, stand up and speak not to <laughs> jelly. This to me, dreadful secrecy, in part they did, and I with them the third night kept the watch. Where, as they had delivered, both in time and form of the thing, each word made true and good, the apparition comes. Uh oh. I knew your father. These hands are not more like. But where was this? My lord, upon the platform where we watch. Did you not speak to it? My lord, I did. But answer made him none. Yet once, methought, it lifted up its head. And did address itself to motion like as it would speak. But even then, the morning cock crew loud. And at the sound, it shrank in haste away and vanished from our sight. Yeah. As I do live, my honored lord, tis true. Indeed, indeed, sirs, but this troubles me. Hold me the watch tonight. We, we do, my lord. What? Looked he frowningly? On a countenance more in sorrow than in anger. And fixed his eyes upon you most constantly. And would I had been there? It would have much amazed you. I will watch tonight. The chance to walk again. I warrant it will. Huh. If you have hitherto concealed this sight, let it be tenable in your silence still. Page 170. Don't tell anybody, Farewell. right? Hush, hush. End of scene I two. The spirit. Uh-oh. All is not well. I doubt some foul play. When the night will come. Till then sit still, my soul. Foul deeds will rise, though all the earth overwhelm them to men's eyes. Anybody know the modern colloquialism that comes from that sentence? Really famous. Foul deeds will rise, if even if you try to cover them with all the dirt of the earth. Yeah. Yeah, the truth will come to light. Your sins will find you out. All that kind of thing. Like, you can try to hide it all you want, but it will eventually what? It'll telltale heart, right? Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> nice little rhyming couple at the end of scene two. Hmm. Okay. Act one. Scene one is done. Scene two is done. Scene three is done. Let's go to act one, scene four. All right. The air bites shrewdly, it's very cold. It's nipping in the air, all right? So this is uh, act one, scene four and five is the ghosty scene. We got about 10 minutes left in class. We'll 
trick our way through it and we will end at the bell and then we'll come back tomorrow to watch the ghost deliver his theme for Hamlet. All right, and then we'll process out act one and we'll just keep going. All right. I'd like you all to go to page 180 and 181 or if you're on screen, act one, scene four. Any questions or are we ready to keep rolling? Yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks for declaring that. I appreciate that. Here's that party that we were talking about. Should Hamlet be at the king's party? I mean, he's the prince. Should he be there? No, but yeah. There he is. What's in his hand? And mommy's so sad, right? Struggling. Ophelia. Look at that size of that cup. Oh, hi, Dad. He's what? Totally drunk. I love that. Again, you're watching it with me. I'm stopping at a whole bunch. Big drunken party. And what does this college student say about the drunken party? Better to what? Yeah, not go. Again, I'm stopping this because we're at this school and we're doing character development. I personally really appreciate Shakespeare doing this. He's the prince. He's supposed to be at the party. But he's saying, I'm going to honor the party more by not going to the drunken party. Now, if you look at it on here, page 180, the king doth wake tonight and take his rouse, keeps wassail and swaggering. So it's right there in the text. They're all drunk, right? And as he drains his draughts of Rhenish down, the kettle drum and trumpet brays out the trumpet of his pledge. Is it a custom? Aye, merry tis. And to my mind, though I am native here, and the manners born, it's a custom more honored in the breach than the observant. Page 356. And he talks about how, you're going to hear a few lines that are inserted, about how this is kind of a problem with the Danes. We have a reputation for being drunk and doing stupid things, right? Well, Shakespeare will have read, or at least heard, the oral tradition of Beowulf. Anybody know Beowulf? No, yes? Have we, have we heard of Beowulf and Grendel? We've at least heard of it. Beowulf, oral tradition, medieval poetry, early medieval poetry, right? Beowulf, the poem, opens with Hrothgar, king of the Danes. Danes. Claudius, king of the Danes. Rothgar, king of the Danes, has a big mead hall. It's this huge, like, barn-shaped castle. Where everybody sleeps inside with a big fire inside. And the missionaries have come, so they've learned about the creator of the universe. And so they're singing praise and worship songs to the creator of the universe. But they still have some pagan influence, and so they get drunk while they do it. Rothgar, king of the Danes, singing praises, but getting drunk while they do it. Well, while they're drunk, and after they're drunk, and they're all hungover, Grendel comes. Grendel is a demon monster from the marsh who rips them to shreds and eats them and drags them back to his lair. What's intriguing is that Beowulf shows up 
and the way that he's able to defeat the monster, he's the strong-hearted, wakeful sleeper. He doesn't get drunk, and then he can defeat the monster. But the Danes have a reputation for being what? Drunkards. Hamlet's aware of that. Shakespeare's aware of that. But I think what's really interesting, <laughs> look at the next line in the text. Act 1, scene 4. I don't want to show up at Claudius, king of the Danes, drunken party. Enter the ghost. When you read Beowulf, Hrothgar, king of the Danes, drunken party. Enter the demon Grendel, who eats them alive. Fair enough? That's just a literary moment because you happen to be in a literature class with a literature teacher. <laughs> but Shakespeare would have fully been aware of Beowulf. And part of why he's setting this and even inserting some of these lines. Go team? Questions? Which does make me wonder a little bit more about the ghost. <laughs> Rebel East and Here it West is. makes us traduced and taxed of other nations. They clip us drunkards, and indeed it soils the pith and marrow of our attribute. All right, Act One, Scene Four, opening lines. Bite shrewdly, it is very cold. What hour now? It draws near the season wherein the spirit held his wont to walk. More inserted lines. And here's, I think, what Shakespeare might be saying about Beowulf, but also Claudius, maybe even Hamlet, maybe even tragedies in general. So oft did chances in particular men. For some vicious mole of nature in them. One thing. Their virtues else be they as pure as grace. They're wonderful. Shall in the general censure take corruption. One thing. From that particular fault. <laughs> what would you do, right? Oh, oh my gosh. Look at Hammy. Angels and ministers of grace defend us. What's his first response on seeing a ghost? Grace. Yeah, you highlight it, underline it, circle it, star it. He also uses what word? Angels. And? Grace. There you go, both of them, which I think is really cool. Angels are coming to help in case this is demonic. And grace is what we need. We need God's grace in this moment. But just straight up, the dude prays. I, I'm, again, I'm stopping all this stuff, and I'm taking a long time with Act 1 in particular because I'm focusing on character development. Yeah, that's line 19 on page 181. Act 1, scene 4, line 19. I love that. He's scared, but he prays. But he's also like, yep, there it is. Is he, is he comfortable with a ghost? Yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> I love Mel Gibson. He's great. <laughs> what would you do, by the way, if this happened tonight? <laughs> At least pray that, right? <laughs> Be thou a spirit of health or goblin damned. Bring with thee airs from heaven or blasts from hell. Be thy intense wicked or charitable. I will speak to thee. What does he know about this thing? It could be a demon, it could be an angel, it could be dad's ghost, it could be dad's ghost in hell, it could be dad's ghost in heaven, it could be any of those. First John chapter 4, beloved, test the spirits. What does Hamlet have to do? Test the spirits, which philosophy class, that's what we're doing all next week. So here we go, nice timing, right? So. I'll call thee Hamlet. King. Father. Royal Dane. Oh, answer me. Do not, my lord. Why? What should be the fear? I do not set my life at a pin's fee. And for my soul, what can it do to that? Oh, oh. Being a thing immortal as itself. What if it tempts you toward the flood, my lord? Or to the dreadful summit of the cliff that beetles o'er his base into the sea, and there assume some other horrible form which might deprive your sovereignty of reason and draw you into madness? 183. Think of it. I'll follow it. Nah. You shall not go, my lord! Hold off your hand! Is he gonna go see this thing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't mess. We're on page 184 if you're interested. Go on. I'll follow thee. Oh, wait. What does Jesus say to do? Interesting. Um, they do chop a really fun line. That's a famous line, so I got to point it out. Something is rotten in the state of Denmark. Maybe you've heard that before, right? So that's a super famous line. So that's right there, page 184. And now we are act one, scene five. Here we go. We'll go right to the bell. Why not? I love Gibson in this moment. He's so great. Father's spirit. 
going to the next class. <laughs> Come back tomorrow for Ghosties. You guys are awesome. Nice job today. We'll see you tomorrow. That was pretty good timing, wasn't it? Yeah? Not bad.